Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey in the Word Devotionals. My name is Jenny Hamlin, and we're so glad that you've chosen to listen to this podcast today. We're in a series journeying through 1 Thessalonians, discovering how God gives us life and how He wants us to live our best life every day. What does that mean? It means that God has come to give us abundant life, as John 10.10 says. And in that life, we can live every day the adventure of faith with joy, even in the midst of daily trials. Life in Christ can be demanding and sometimes really hard. But when we live the life He died to give us, then we live to please Him. We live to emulate His character and conduct. And best of all, we live with peace, joy, and love every day. Here's Craig to get us started in 1 Thessalonians 4, 1 through 8. Well, hello, everyone. You know, over the past three devotionals, we've said to live your best life every day. You set the right examples. That was chapter one. And then then in chapter two, we said that you invest your life into others. Then in chapter three, we talked about how you intentionally encourage others along the way in life. Well, today, guys, we want you to see how pursuing holiness in your conduct leads to knowing the will of God for your life. You see, in other words, as my life is connected closely with Christ and mirrors the character and conduct of Christ, then he sets my life on a course of peace and prosperity that is greater than anything that I could ever imagine. So let's journey through 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. If you have your Bible there and you're listening to this at a coffee table or at a dining room table or whatever, get your Bible out or your Bible app. Uh, If you're just listening uh, in your car or walking your dog or exercising or whatever, just listen up. Here's the Word of God. The Bible tells us, Finally then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing, that you do so even more and more. For you know that instructions that we gave you through the Lord Jesus Christ, that this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one transgress and wrong his brother in this manner, because the Lord is an avenger in all of these things, as we told you beforehand and solemnly warned you. For God has not called us for impurity, but holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not man, but God, who gives his Holy Spirit to you. Now, in these few verses here, there are two major ways Paul mentions that you pursue holiness. Number one, he says, live to please God. You know, the overarching desire of every Christian's heart should be and must be to please the Lord. Most people, you know, either live to please others because they want their approval, or they live to please themselves because they have been hurt by others in the past, or or they just simply trust no one. But when a person gives their life to Jesus Christ, he changes their desires. 2 Corinthians 5.15 says, Christ died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for their sake and was raised. Whitney Hopler writes, Too many people ended up frustrated and exhausted from the stress of trying to please God through work that isn't really necessary. 
From serving in church to trying to keep their behavior in line with biblical values, plenty of well-meaning Christians pursue good activities yet fail to reap the good result God intends from their efforts. More joy in their relationship with Him is what they were really after. If you're trying hard to please God, but feel like you're falling short of doing so, it's time to discover how truly easy it actually is to please God. You know, she listed 13 easy-to-understand ways to live a life pleasing to the Lord that you find on Crosswalk.com. But one of those ways that she listed was invest your time and energy first into your relationship with God instead of your work for Him. You know, we often get that reversed, but you know, when you think and when you seek to build a strong relationship with the Lord, we get into the, a groove where everything else just makes sense. We know the second thing that Paul talks about in this passage is that not only are we to live to please God, but we are to live to honor the Lord with our body. If there's one place in the Bible where we definitely know the will of God, it's right here in this passage. You see, he says plainly, for this is the will of God. Well, what is that? He says, your sanctification. I know that's a big theological word, but the word means to be set apart or conduct yourself differently than the world. I like the way the message explains this passage. God wants you to live a pure life. Keep yourselves from sexual promiscuity. Learn to appreciate and give dignity to your body, not abusing it, as is so common among those who know nothing of God. For God has not called us to live in such an impure way, but in holiness. And whoever chooses not to live holy chooses to live in opposition to God himself, which proves that they really do not even know him, because every person who knows him has the Holy Spirit living inside them. You know, guys, when we live in opposition to God, we fail to live up to the standards for how God created us, but instead we settle for a life of selfish pleasure. We live beneath the standards of God's best. The Scottish preacher John McNeil liked to tell about an eagle that had been captured when it was quite young. The farmer who snared the bird put a restraint on it so it couldn't fly. And then he turned it loose to roam in the barnyard. It wasn't long till the eagle began to act like the chickens, scratching and pecking at the ground. This bird that once soared high into the heavens seemed satisfied to live the barnyard life of the lowly hen. One day the farmer was visited by a shepherd who came down from the mountains where the eagles lived. Seeing the eagle, the shepherd said to the farmer, What a shame to keep that bird hobbled up here in your barnyard. Why don't you let it go? The farmer agreed, and so they cut off the restraint. But the eagle continued to wander around, scratching and pecking as before. So the shepherd picked it up and set it on a high stone wall. For the first time in months, the eagle saw the grand expanse of blue sky and the glowing sun. And then it spread its wings and with a, with a, a leap soared off into a tremendous spiral flight up and up and up. At last, it was acting like an eagle once again. You know, the devil wants to put restraints on us, doesn't he? 
When we sin with our bodies and defile the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives within us, we submit to the restraint. We must resist this because God did not create you and redeem you to live restrained but free. Living free is how you live your best life every single day. Listen, this is exactly how the, the life that God wants you to live. If you want to live the adventure of pursuing God's holiness, live to please God and live to please God honorably with your body. That has to do with the things that we see. That has to do with the things that, uh, where we go. Uh, it has to do with the things we listen to, the words that we speak, the thoughts that we have. Everything has to do with our bodies. And do you know why our bodies are so important? Not only are they the temple of the Holy Spirit, but because when Jesus came and died for us on a cross, he died in his body. And then when they put his body into the grave, he was raised three days later and he, he was raised with a real body, his body. You see, your body, God has given to you, not just to carry your soul, not just to carry your spirit, but is to be a representation to all of the world of who God is. So honor God with your body. Live to please Him, and you will live your best life every single day. Well, thank you for, so much for joining with us here on Journey in the Word Devotionals. You can also get these podcasts on Spotify or iTunes or also SoundCloud. What you can do when you go there is not only to subscribe and to follow, but also hit that like button because that's going to help uh, our channel to get even better and to get more coverage and we can spread the word of Journey in the Word all over the place. So uh, make sure you do that. Also, you can go to journeyintheword.com and you can get many more resources there. Listen, we hope you have a fantastic week. God bless you guys and we'll see you back here next time.